1: Hello, spiritual trailblazer, and welcome back to the Spiritual and Empowerment Living with Tia podcast. I need to get some confetti or something. You won't see it, but you'll be able to feel that energy. (laughs) So today is a very special episode because this is the best of 2018. So I have a very special guest on, and we are going to talk about the highs, the lows, and everything in between about my biz this year. And uh, the main reason why I wanted to do this is because I just don't want to share the good with you, number one. Number two is that I know this will be beneficial to someone because I do get emails and the surveys that I have out there. People are young, as young as 20. I used to have a lot of older people, but now I'm getting some younger people who want to know about being an entrepreneur or dive more into their spirituality. And sometimes social media can be a bit misleading. So I am transparent in a lot of areas. I decided to make this episode even more transparent, so brace yourself. Let's get started. So welcome to the best of 2018. My special guest is my amazing virtual assistant, Jessica. So if you want to know the website wizard, or as she's saying now, my biz boo, who has made my website, blog, and uh, spiritual lifestyle collective membership site look amazing, it's her. All right, so, you know, get in contact with her if you want your website to look pretty snazzy with a bit of your flair. I'll post her uh, information in the description for this episode. And before I introduce her, I want to make sure that you subscribe to the show, but also make sure you get some of these uh, transformational freebies that we have for you. So make sure you head over to Johnson.com forward slash freebies and check out this week's blog post. Jessica, welcome!
0: Yay, thank you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so it's so funny. We've been working together since 2017. Well, you really came yeah. out for December 2016, but you didn't start <laughs> rolling up your yeah. stuff until January. I was still recovering from my foot surgery, and, and we were talking about what we are going to do for the biz. So I'm very excited to, to have you chime in and, and go over this list we have today for our peeps and all that jazz. So thank you for coming on. On.
0: It's exciting. My first
1: podcast. <laughs> let's dive <laughs> in. on it. the other side. Right? Yeah, from the other side. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, man. So, let's start with the top 10 blog posts of this year. So, I'm going to read them down and then we're going to talk about some of the posts here. So, number one is the Icelandic adventure. So, I went to Iceland, uh, was it early this year in January? Mm -hmm. And I was very descriptive. I wrote uh, how much I spent, how much it cost to get there. I even talked about the exchange rate and the buying power. And I think that's what really set uh, the blog apart from a lot of other posts is because people think that all you need to do is focus on the exchange rate. But that's not true. You need to know how far your dollar or whatever currency it is goes when you're in that in any country. And I had some pretty cool pictures, but I wanna say it's the content that really helped.
0: I was a little jealous when you were in Iceland to be honest. I was a little <laughs> jealous. <laughs> looking at your pictures and looking at all the info that you sent over for the blog post. I was like, I wanna be in Viking country. Like why can't I be there? <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, right. You have a lot of ties to Vikings, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. I <laughs> <into the Vikings. laughs> but yeah, it's it's such a beautiful country and you know, it's it, it was my first time wearing a bathing suit. So, a uh, little side note about that is so I developed very fast <laughs> when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. No training bras, straight C cup. And so I got a lot of unwanted uh, attention. And my mom and grandmother were constantly putting older men in their place. So I was like bad mm-hmm. from wearing <laughs> certain mm-hmm. things. So then I was just like, yeah, well, you know, I'll just wear like, you know, little nice little cut off pans on the beach and flowy tops. So I was really excited to wear a baby suit in the blue lagoon.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that looked amazing. The pictures that you had there, it it was nice to see you actually enjoying yourself and getting real about that moment. Just being able to be relaxed with your friends, just really taking in that experience because it, had you not let yourself do that, it wouldn't have been the same.
1: Yeah, and people could always pick up the vibe on, on things like that, too. You know, people have yeah. a, a really good internal radar for stuff like that.
0: hmm so, You shared a lot about the food, and you shared a lot oh, about the yeah. the overall experience, too. The hot dog and cola, I remember, was funny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's one of their staples. Or at least that's what our tour guy said. But I also found... Pretty cool is that in my first book I talked about goddess Freya. So in To Be Goddess, mm-hmm. um, she was one of the the main goddesses who I really connected with, and she is part of the Norse mythology. And in Iceland, they follow the Norse mythology, so that was really cool. So I mm-hmm. put on Freya shirt. I was like, Oh my god, Freya! <laughs> <laughs> So it's it's a really cool blog post. So check it out. So I I totally get why that was number one. I didn't think that would be number one, but it happens sometimes. You hear this with music artists; they don't. They, sometimes they feel like they know which song is going to be number one, but you don't really know.
0: Right. Don't forget about the Game of Thrones set. You saw oh that yes, too.
1: yes, we visited. The <laughs> Game of Thrones. So for those of you who watch Game of Thrones. It. They shot the scene where the 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 night king brought out the dragon from under the river. Mm. So the one that he killed, mm-hmm. and they and they brought him out. That's the scene that we we went to. So that was really cool. That I don't cool. know how, how they did that because that was amazing.
0: <laughs> In your football gear? <laughs> oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. All that. All that. So yeah. number two is five wellness hacks to improve your life. So I I really got into the habit of identifying a certain like using a certain number and sticking with that so you may see five seven sometimes ten but the reason why I started getting into like the five is and a few posts down you're going to see a seven is because five is all about change so whenever you see 555 or fifty, five, fifty, five, no that has to do with change so I figured okay wellness has. We look at to change our life. So number five. So keep that in mind. Whenever you see a number, I have a spiritual meaning behind it. So nothing's done just for a click bait. It's really a more intentional base bait.
0: (laughs) I have to laugh whenever I think about this post because I think of when we stayed in the city together for the Boss Babes retreat. Your alarm went off and it was, who was it? DJ Khaled.
1: Yeah. The <laughs> yes, it was. Um, uh, I heard the song playing. Is uh, every day I win, win no matter what. Yeah, that song.
0: Yeah, that's what woke me up.
1: Me and say, I, I remembered
0: this up. blog post because you have like alarm tones listed here <laughs> in this blog post.
1: All I do is win. Yeah, that—that's my alarm. Yeah. That's one of my alarms. <laughs> yes, this is true. So, yo, one of the hacks. Uh, so definitely check out the post. But one of the hacks is instead of having your alarm just state alarm and wake you out to some noise that you think is irritating enough to wake you up, change the, the, the message to something positive. So I had something like, um, "I am." On the same wavelength as money, or money easily comes to me, something like that. But I also have like Drake or Rihanna, <laughs> sometimes Michael Jackson. <laughs> up, and I'm like, oh, dang, Rihanna, it's time to wake up and work now. So one, one, uh, Rachel was work, 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 work. I'm like, oh, yeah, I gotta get to work. <laughs> gotta bring home.
0: <laughs> I think Gary B just came out with like his own line of he's got like a few recordings you could go download and put on your phone as for this reason so imagine you know how he is all hustle hustle and cursing yeah. all the time imagine that waking you up every morning
1: oh my gosh it's probably like wake you know bleep up now yep yep it's like stop yelling it's seven o'clock in the morning. i'm moving i'm moving i'm moving like, you don't have to yo gary <laughs> I can only <laughs> imagine. Yeah, so so DJ Kali wakes me up and he always telling me we the best, so <laughs> Yep,
0: yep, yep. That woke me up. <laughs>
1: so I, I actually um I should have sent you the screenshot. A lady actually um posted on Facebook, thank you Tia because now she had changed her alarm message to that. <laughs> and oh how funny a little bit better now. So it works.
0: <laughs> you talked a lot about crystals and stuff too in that one. Yeah. I, I think yeah. that was a bonus.
1: Yeah, a lot of uh, cool stuff going on in that blog post. So number three is Best Friends Day. So, and that was the bestie edition. I actually am really shocked that this made number three. I had no idea because (laughs) um, that was just something that I really wanted to do because I, well, I wanted to do a photo shoot and all that with my best friend anyway, because we were approached. So this is our 10 years of being friends. And uh-huh. from the Facebook groups that I'm in, some, some of the women were looking for best friends and some women got betrayed and some women saying it was hard to make friends. So I thought, well, why not make up a, a blog post where, you know, I'll ask her questions to show like h- how we became so close over the years, what you would probably want to look for in a friend who can potentially be your best friend. So it wasn't just like, oh, look at us taking pictures and, you know, we're in Disney World of Harry Potter. It was more like, Hey, here's why T is my best friend, here's why Caroline's my best friend and that back and forth. But also, and what's everything being symbolic, her favorite color is blue and mine is red. So we purposely wore blue and red, black and white to show like the yin and yang, how we compliment each other. Mm. So if you check that out. You'll see that. And I don't think anyone really knows that, but that was the, the like the little spiritual, you know, secret behind that photo shoot.
0: That was, that was a fun post to, to produce for you because it was cute to see your relationship and your dynamic together. Like I, we talk a lot and when we talk you always have stories about you and caroline but so it's it was cute to see this and i loved reading the questions and the top 10 that you were going back and forth like your little interview section that you have in that blog post that was cute
1: thanks we, we did that while we were eating and drinking
0: of course <laughs> so of she, course
1: she was cooking and i was typing i'm like so caroline blah 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 question goes hmm, let me think about that one and she's like you know prepping the food she goes well, I think blah blah blah, and I'm just typing. I was like a little secretary. <laughs> that was even fun to do. Very, very fun to uh-huh. do. Is "I'll tumble for you" still your happy song? Yes, yes, yes. That is uh, my happy song, and I, I have a little dance for that and everything. It, it, is, it is my I mean, happy song.
0: Funny story. Like every time we have these conversations, I feel like I learn something about you that always connects you and I on a deeper in a deeper <laughs> way. So, my dad was a DJ, right? So. Mm-hmm. I remember when I was little, like, you know how you read stories before you go to bed or whatever? No, my dad would play songs for me. So this was one of the songs that I always used to ask him to play, was I'll Tumble for You.
1: Oh, that this is one, so cool.
0: Yep, and Morning Train by Sheen. So yeah, yeah. So every now and then, like, something comes out, and I'm like, oh, this is why we connected.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's so cool. I, I I don't know why that song clicks for me, but it's just such an upbeat, like, din, din. Dun, dun, and then I clap, and it's just—I so- <laughs> just, I just start doing this, like little tumble with my hands, and I just feel so happy. And it's like, man, I feel like the movie Happy I feel like everyone needs their happy song, or the movie I'm gonna get you sucker. Every hero needs his theme song. Like I feel like people need their theme. My theme song is Shilla E. It's a glamorous life. Like mm. I—that—that's my song. That is my theme song. But my happy song is <laughs> "I'll Tumble for You" by the Culture Club. So. You're going to get a playlist out of this <laughs> best of <though>, 2018 <laughs> <as well. laughs>
0: At least, At least one song, right?
1: <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. And so number four is the matcha green tea latte. So I think it was called like the green elixir you need to have. But, I mean, if you go to the search on, so it's com. If you go to search, you could type in matcha. So my thing with this blog post was that I was against drinking green drinks for a very long time. And I was put off by it because all the pictures I would see about green drinks were a woman who looked as if she was just posing for the Instagram. Like she didn't look like mm. she was real with it. And the reason why I took it that way, not that I was judging her because her caption was like, Oh, I love drinking my matcha. And I'm thinking, why? Like, like what is it with, about the matcha? So I would do a little investigating and it just be that one picture of it. And I'm thinking, well, Is it beneficial? Why does it just, yeah? I was really curious, like, what is it? And then, because
0: it's trendy, like, why are you liking the matcha,
1: right? (laughs) It'd be the same thing, like, oh, I love drinking my matcha, blah blah blah. I'm like, okay but why I I would like to try it, you know? I mean, that's just what it is. Like if you see something, someone's like, Oh man, you got to try the low main it's it's good It's fresh. You know, you got to try it from this restaurant. You know, you never Mm -hmm. had low main like this. You're like, Oh, okay. Maybe I should try it. So I'm just, I was just looking like, I don't know. It looks like people are just on some bandwagon, you know, but I, I decided to give it a try. So I started with the Starbucks uh, matcha. And it was good, but I would just drink it so fast. I'm thinking, to myself, mm, let me see if I can make this on my own. But before I did that, I started doing some research. So I listened to Just Getting Confidential. I absolutely love Lauren Everett's Bostic. And um, she <laughs> had a couple of people on her show. But she had, um, oh gosh, I can't think of the guests right now. But anyway, I, I purchased their books, and they were actually talking about the properties of green drinks. And I thought, oh, okay. Now I dug a little deeper. And that's when I came to the realization that, oh, wait, this is something that is really beneficial for you. And when I was drinking matcha regularly, I noticed a change within two weeks of my body. Mm-hmm. So that's where the blog post came from. And I figured, you know what, let me, and, and again, I'm not a dietitian. I'm not a certified nutritionist or anything like that, but I did a lot of research and I want to present that to people and let them make their own decision. So that's where this blog post came from.
0: Right. Especially if they have the same questions like, okay, great. Everyone loves matcha, but why? Why drink it? Why do I need to have this in my life? What? I'm not going to go spend $7 at Starbucks just because it's trendy. Like. Right.
1: Right, I mean, yeah, especially if you're posting on Instagram, and Starbucks isn't paying you. <laughs> like it's <laughs> like it looks really nice. Right. Like it looks really nice, and and you know, so so yeah, being I
0: mean, so, my favorite color, but <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So I, I was happy to uh, you know take it to my own hands and do some research as opposed to just saying, oh, that's just stupid, you know. And I encourage people to do that when you see something that's really trendy and you are just like okay but why just you know do some of your own research and and you'll see okay there is something at least you know i feel better that i know why i drink it <laughs> you know
0: right so, what are the benefits
1: right so number 4 is about being productive and stop overthinking um hmm. i one <laughs> of i told you when, when i had interviewed you was that i am a chronic overthinker and i <laughs> i get better with it but there is just and so I, I saw the other day I had sent Jessica uh, a video of all the notepads that I have because I have all <laughs> these grand ideas and I have all these grand ways to have all these grand ideas happen. And so I just need to just dial back, relax, and stop with the overthinking. So that I can, I can see why this made number five because people do overthink. They feel like they, they got to do a lot. I feel like I should be doing more, and I forget that you've done a lot, to You know, like, Tia, relax. So that's what that was.
0: I, I think this is a, a chronic problem that people <laughs> think they have
1: mm-hmm.
0: or they don't realize they have, right? Like, so people must go through and just search. How can I just be productive? You know, how can I stop overthinking You know, sometimes you think you're overthinking, but you're not, you're just inspired, you know, and you just have a lot of ideas that are coming out and it's great to get them out and journal them and have a place to express all of that so that you can then move on. Otherwise, you just continue to have like this inspiration going on. And if you you don't have an outlet for that, you're just going to continue and then it's going to progress into overthinking. But sometimes on the other hand, you know, overthinking when it becomes a problem, I think it's when we're talking things like, what does this font look like, or what does this look like? or you don't do that? You know, I have seen where people overthink things that don't matter, things that you know you we're talking' if we're not talking content, we're talking about a color, you know that's that's a problem <laughs> we're we're okay. you know, people can read and decipher the good information. we don't need to worry about certain things. like there's certain elements to overthinking that I think definitely stop you from being productive. so I think that this post was i can I'm surprised it's not like one or two or three, but I can Mm -hmm. see why it's ranked up there because I think this is a chronic issue for a lot of people.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I think you're right. I think the reason why it's not further up is because people don't realize where they're overthinking. They feel like Mm -hmm. it's super important. Like it is important, but you need to prioritize, you know? So.
0: Yeah. But that's where the journals come in is prioritizing all of your thoughts. And then you can strategize how you're going to attack.
1: Yeah, absolutely, because it's sort of like, and I think I said it in a previous newsletter, when we were in high school, and even when I was in grade school, I was told to do this, your English teacher would say, read your rough draft out loud, because when mm. you're writing, you don't know when it doesn't sound right, but when you read it out loud, you think, oh, wait, I, I just have to stop in the middle of a sentence, that awkward pause. So, you know, okay, <laughs> yeah. I need to rearrange that so it could flow better. It's like that, you know, when you journal, and then you can look back and think, why was I worried about that?
0: <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> right.
1: Absolutely. And so number, number se- or, sorry, number six is seven habits to stop. And remember I was saying earlier about the number. So seven means to be on the right path. So you are on the right path. If you're thinking about taking that, that lead, that calculated risk, and you don't know, and you start to see sevens, that means you should be doing that, that you're on the right path. So the next blog post is the reason – so the next blog post to me, number seven is the reason why I wrote Number seven, seven habits to stop is because we do things that we don't realize. And sometimes Mm. we feel like, oh, well, it's not doing any harm. And the example I give about a habit that doesn't do any harm, but it really does is me playing video games. So anyone who really knows me knows that I love video games. I mean, I, I would think of myself as a gamer at one point just because, like, I was just so engrossed in gaming. I was up and ups about the, the future games that were coming out. I was the one that was watching live streams about games. I played video games a lot, like 12 hours straight plus going mm. on, no problem. And one time I was playing World of Warcraft, and I'm the one who creates the character. Or like, you know, does little, if you can, like, does little things, add on equipment and stuff. But I, I was in my room. I was ordering Domino's all the time. One, The one time that really just woke me up, my brother came in my room. The lights were off. I had my hoodie on with the hood actually on because I wanted to make sure I, I felt like I was playing a video game. So I had all the lights off. And I'm, like, hunched <laughs> over on my laptop or my food time in my room playing World of Warcraft. So he puts on a light, and he goes, what the hell are you doing? And I just looked up like, because <laughs> – I was in the dark, like video game. <laughs> yeah, like 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 Golem. like my precious. You know, that's exactly how it was. And he, so he comes in, he goes, What the hell are you doing? There was like an empty uh bottle of soda, uh, cheesy bread. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I have a problem. Like that's that's the problem. And I was what in my late teens, early twenties, so that's a problem, people. So was I hurting anyone? No. If anything, people were making money off of me. Right. In, in the long run, I was losing time. Mm. And so that time was something that I, I can't get back. I could have been doing other productive things. And plus, I wasn't getting paid, you know, to be a gamer. <laughs> so, you know, it's it was a habit of mine. And I used to play Mortal Kombat hardcore. So I, I had to really be conscious of the amount of hours I spent playing a game. So so the seven habits, so that's one of the things, but, you know, those habits that aren't really bad but can be bad in a different way, among other habits I was instructing people about uh, that can potentially hinder their success.
0: Mm. It's funny, like, I don't think a lot of people realize how much, how many time wasters they have in their life. Yeah. Right? Like, I remember... Thinking nothing of watching TV, you know, like you'd watch a show or you'd watch whatever. It's not like I used to sit there all day and watch TV, but I'd, I'd watch a show and then think, wow, that was an hour of my life, an hour, a whole hour. Mm-hmm. But there were so many other things I could get done in this time. And now I rarely watch television, rarely watch television, only because I realized how much time I was wasting That I could have been like either doing other things and and it's not bad to watch TV. Like everyone, like I love my Hallmark Christmas movies. Like it's not bad to watch television, but it's amazing how many things just erase the amount of time that we realize we're spending doing certain things because we're distracted or, or not even just realizing, you know, sometimes you do need to just check out. Sometimes you do need to just sit there and Netflix binge, whichever it's going to be. Like sometimes you do actually need that but I feel like a lot of people, like you're saying, you didn't even realize how much time you were spending engrossed in this game or in this reality. You know, It's the same thing with TV. It's the same thing with being online. It's the same thing with being on Facebook. Everyone falls in the Facebook hole. Everyone does that. So it's amazing how much time we actually waste and don't even realize it
1: right so start setting timers people but like i can only do this for an hour two hours and that's it time blocks i think actually that might have been one of the ways to be productive is, is time blocking day blocks um mm. i want an earlier post so number seven is Women Who Run With Wolves. And I think, did you tell me about this? Or someone told me. Oh, my friend, uh, um, she, who, who used to live right around the corner from me, she told me about this book. She said, because she said, this book reminds me of you. And so mm-hmm. what it is, it's a bunch of stories that help women to get back to their primordial self. And so for a while, we focusing on the divine feminine. And the divine feminine is really about, you know, your spiritual aspect, uh, goddess, nature, things like that. But the primordial woman is your raw nature, like who you are when everything's peeled back. You know, and this isn't about like, oh, don't wear makeup, don't wear this. This is just like you, bare bones you. Like, who are you when no one else is around? You know, what are you feeling when no one else is around? What's your personal journey? And one of the the stories that really stuck out to me, well, there's a couple. So actually, you know what, I'm not even, because I could go on, and on, and on. So I'm going <laughs> to say, I'm going to reel that back. See, I caught myself. Because I also don't want to spoil it for people. but uh, And I didn't finish reading a book yet because I've been reading a couple of chapters, letting it digest, and then move on. And I normally don't do that. I usually don't spend as much time in between chapters. But this book really forces you in, in a positive way, not like, you know, twist your arm back. Like, I said, look at yourself in the mirror. It's more like, <laughs> a, hey, look, you're on a journey. And and here's what you really should be looking at it you probably not realizing and man i was just like whoa it, it's just it's so good and it really helped me to get even more to my my raw nature and sometimes people think mm-hmm. oh no I don't, i'm don't gonna be raw because that might offend someone and i, I was telling my mom because she said aren't you a millennial so this is like a side and i'm like oh whoa 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 so I'm, I think they call us Zenials or something like that. So we're like the older millennials where we experience yeah. a time without cell phones, a time without, you know, Twitter and things like that. And we're in like mm-hmm. a sweet spot where we know like we're real talented musicians. People are playing like the guitar and the drums and things like that. <laughs> and so right. and I saying that people aren't talented today, but I mean like it was just a different time. That's all. And, um, right. and I was just saying, you know, my cousin, he was born in the year 2000. He will never, ever know. The, the beauty of having Dre beats because I grew up when we had a Sony Walkman and you heard some of the music instruments. You didn't know you didn't hear all of them. But when I have a Dre beat, right. I'm like, oh, my God, there's a party <laughs> in my ears. I hear everything. You know, so um, so what I'm just saying is, is that um, nowadays, you know, going back to my original point, you know, people so worry about offending someone. You're going to offend someone by walking down the street. I mean, like, some people mm. don't like tattoos, and they're like, oh, my God, someone has a tattoo, and that's offensive. I'm like, you don't even know the person. <laughs>
0: and so, don't get a tattoo. You don't like tattoos, don't get one.
1: Yeah, and, and the person <laughs> who gets a tattoo isn't worried about you not liking the fact that they got a tattoo, but it's <laughs> right. so crazy. So anyway, <laughs> people are so worried about being themselves that it may offend someone. You're going to offend someone. Anyway, there are people who I was just talking to my friend about this yesterday, living their life, and people find a problem with that. I'm like, what? <laughs> so don't worry about it. Let this book help you to be your most raw self.
0: <laughs> mm. Do you think it's a good book for kids to read or not yet?
1: I, I would say uh start in high school, like maybe junior year. Mm-hmm. Just because uh in in grade school I think are you dare god is me market is a good one because you mm-hmm. are developing. Like I said, I I was seventh, or eighth grade I was already at a C cup. So <laughs> mm. <laughs> the, and And that's what my mm. body gave me, "Are you dare, God is me Margaret yeah, I, I think uh that book it cause like a coming of age, and I think uh for uh so if you're in the the um was eleventh grade you're what sixteen seventeen seventeen eighteen ish yeah so I, I, yeah, yeah, so I, I think it's a good book to start reading, but I think once you hit thirty, you should definitely read that book like that book should be mandatory. And even probably if you're 25, maybe. Because by the time you're 25, you've dated a few people, you've had some experiences, things like that. By the time you're 30, you're probably sick of a lot of people. (laughs) so you're looking to reel yourself back in. Um, So I'm 33, by the way. Uh, So... (laughs) <laughs> so, uh I think definitely for sure by the time you're 30, read the book. And I say when you're 17, start reading it.
0: Good to know. I might go buy it and I'll read it myself and then <laughs> pass it on to my kids.
1: <laughs> there you go. Yeah, for real. For real. Um n- number 8 is mind mapping for success. Um mm. so I I got this I well, a couple of things. I did mind mapping, but it wasn't called mind mapping when I was in high school. Because my English teacher, she used that as a way to get our thoughts out of our mind. And then when I took Kimra Luna's Be True Brand U course, she talked about mind mapping. I'm like, oh, that's right. I did that in high school. It worked perfectly. So I, I um, like, mishmash that knowledge. And I wrote a blog post about how you can mind map uh, your your way in in certain areas towards success. So yeah, that's where, uh, that idea came from. That was the the behind the scenes for that post. I think
0: mind mapping, sorry to interrupt you, but I think mind mapping goes back to what you were saying, like with your journal, you know, Mm -hmm. like having that outlet and having like when you're mind mapping, like I I think with the blog post, you also had some examples of some of the apps that you used for mind mapping, like MindMeister and the other ones. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think having that, like, just helps you organize your thoughts and have you have that step-off point where you want to take a direction with something. You just don't know what to do. You have all of those ideas, and you think, again, you're overthinking. This just helps you streamline your process and what where you want to go with an idea.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It, it does, because once you can see, like, the the web of ideas, you can connect them better And it helps reel yourself in so you won't have to feel like you have to do this, 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 and this. Maybe you only have to do three Mm -hmm. things instead of five or Mm -hmm. seven.
0: I think that was a great post. The illustrations in there were really helpful.
1: Yeah, that's one of my favorite things to do, (laughs) visual aid. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. So number nine is uh, your high vibrating self. So that one, and by the way, I'm saying saying the links here, guys, but you can always uh, just put the word in the search box. And we're going to list them anyway in the description, the titles. But uh, number nine. Number
0: five, also five ways to get back to your high vibrating self.
1: Yes, yes. Thank you. I was trying to remember the actual title. Yes. So, (laughs) But thank you. Yeah. So with this, I think. I was probably annoyed or I just was out of sorts or maybe it was like a, a solar <laughs> flare that happened and my me, myself was, with other people were feeling out of sorts.
0: <laughs> I'm laughing because you're like, I was annoyed.
1: <laughs> yeah, th- that's probably what it was. One thing I learned many years ago is to write how you're feeling because that's probably what a lot of people are feeling at the moment or that's mm. some, something that you need to teach because you're learning it. So yeah, I was probably was annoyed mm. with something, and it put me off my element. Actually, I think yeah, that's what it was. Something threw me off a little bit, and it just took a little while to shake off. So I just wrote, mm. you know what? Let me let, let me write how I realign myself because because I know this will help someone.
0: I think definitely too, because look at how it resonated with a lot. It, it's in your top ten. You know, a lot of people are trying to figure out. This was in May. I wonder what was going on in May. We could look yeah, back and see what it. that was. Yeah, this is May, so I feel like a lot of people were probably, you know, coming out of spring, you know, coming, you know, into, like, looking into summer and just trying to, you know, maybe they were just having some self-reflective moments where they were like, I'm just not feeling like I need to be feeling going into summer, getting ready for all of that, and it's funny how you think of the season, you think of the time of the year, and you think of how people are feeling.
1: Yeah, definitely a time of transitions, if nothing else. And so it to about journaling and that too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so to, to wrap it up, number ten is how to be productive. But I, I don't remember the exact title for this. But I feel like when you
0: don't have twenty-four hours in the day, I remember oh, that yes. one. Yes.
1: <laughs> yes. Now I see how to made top ten. So <laughs> this the the behind-the-scenes story with this is because. um so not everyone knows, and, and I set this up this way, my full-on plan as an entrepreneur. Like, there are so many things I plan on doing within the next five to 10 years, not even like the first year, or not first year, not even like next year, but the the five, like the beyond plan, once certain, certain things get established. I was hard on myself, per the usual, and I thought, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. How can I take back some of my time, like amplify the time that I have, but also keep in mind that. I'm just not going to get everything done in 24 hours because there are some things I don't have. For example, when I come home, I am so mentally tired. I, the last thing I want to think about, let alone do is cooking, preparing the food, Mm -hmm. cooking the food, cleaning it up, the pots of pan, not even cleaning the food. You know, I put the food in the refrigerator and as an entrepreneur, only other entrepreneurs get that to an extent. And and as some people who aren't entrepreneurs, but for the most part, entrepreneurs get it like yeah you know you should totally delegate that out and i've been trying mm-hmm. to figure out ways to do that so you know i'm, I'm figuring it out but people who aren't entrepreneurs and they don't just get it i got so sick and tired of hearing the, oh well you know you could just get up early earlier a meal pregnant like maybe i can't do that did you ever stop to think maybe that's not an option for me or you know something mm-hmm. like oh that's the you know oh there's all these other so-called advice that they're giving, but when you look at them, they look tired and you know depleted, et cetera, et cetera. So why would I even take right. advice from you when you right. aren't someone, yeah, who I want to become? <laughs> but right. but also, like
0: I have kids, I can't wake up any yeah. earlier. I mean, good for you if you can. I, I can't.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. And plus, I don't want to eat the same thing three days in a row. Like that's nice <laughs> sometimes. I would do that Thanksgiving and Christmas because it's stuff that I absolutely love, but sometimes I don't want to eat the same thing over and over again. So if meal prep works for you, that's great. And I guess sometimes people say, you know, you don't have to have the same thing every day when you meal prep, but what if I don't want to do that? Like, that's not an option. But anyway, uh, I was telling people, I was having, I remember now I was having a conversation with someone and I reminded them how they had help, even though they weren't called certain uh, titles. For example, I said, you didn't have a babysitter, but you had your mom who helped you while your kid was out of school. You were at work. So technically, she wasn't a babysitter, but she had that babysitter role till you got home. So you didn't have to leave work early sometimes. Or this person helped your kid with their homework. So no, you didn't have a tutor, but they were willing to help your kid with their homework. So that was alleviated from your shoulders. So when you hear entrepreneurs say, oh, yeah, I hired a personal tutor for my kid, people are like, why can't you spend time with your kid? Like, wait a minute, look at mm-hmm. who you have, but they just didn't have that right. title. But that's what that, that was what they were doing. So right. I just wanted to make that post because I wanted people to not beat themselves up. You know, people like, like celebrities, they have a chef, they have a trainer, they have a nutritionist, they have a babysitter, they have a personal assistant that, can, that adds on to the hours. So they have 24 hours plus other people's eight to 10 hours. So they have more right. hours than a regular person. So I just wanted people to know, don't beat yourself up if you weren't able to do this because you don't have a team yet. That's it. And you don't have to be an entrepreneur to have a team. Mm-hmm. Your team can be your family and close friends.
0: Right. And I think that's an important point to me, too, because people right away assume that they can't get help because they assume they can't afford to get help, right? But if they're not considering that, no, this doesn't mean you have to go hire a chef. This doesn't mean you have to go hire a tutor. You don't have to go hire a nanny. While all those things are lovely and wonderful, and shoot, I would if I could, but you can look at other things and go, you can't hire a nanny, but can you have a neighbor's friend or neighbor's child, older child, come over and play with your kids for an hour as a mother's helper, right? Could they come and play a couple games with your kids after school? Could you have your mother-in-law come over and help you with a few things? Like, it doesn't mean you have to actually go hire that role you could look for that sort of help in other areas and don't assume you can't afford it or can't do it because there's other ways to get that assistance Like you need everyone needs support everyone needs support
1: exactly exactly there like you said roundabout ways to make that happen right everyone needs support (laughs) yes Mm. so that concludes our top 10 blog posts and like i said earlier the titles will be in, in the description for this episode so no need to worry if you're driving or you're listening to this and can't write can't write it down we got you covered
0: (laughs) we will link them up
1: link link it up so the top 10 episodes i really like these episodes and um and i think they're they're good to uh, give a second or third listen to so number one is living (laughs) your truth and running a million dollar business with camera luna that was fun yeah uh one of the reasons why i was drawn to camera luna because she just reminded me so much of me um, she had blue hair. She has tattoos. So first and foremost, when I saw her, ads, I'm like, "That's me," because I love wearing different hair colors. I have tattoos. She wasn't a cookie color businesswoman, and I love that because I, I just, mm-hmm. I just needed. Someone who looked different. Now, first and foremost, and then she she was bringing bringing the heat. She knew her stuff. So I followed mm-hmm. her for about two years. Was involved in her group, uh, Freedom Hackers, and I took uh, her Rocket World webinar course. I think I got one other course, and then I ended up purchasing her Be True. Brand new course, and, and we talk, you know, throughout the year. And, and yeah, so we, we have a, a pretty good uh, connection going on. So I was very uh, excited to have her on my show because, she, again, she showed the behind the scenes. She's a mother of three, recently mm-hmm. divorced, and, and she's just like, look, you know, like we, we talked – one of my favorite points in here is we talked about having a little bit of chaos, and I love having a little bit of chaos in my life. If they were just very vanilla and very matter-of-factly, I would probably be bored out of my mind so
0: that was- <laughs> yes you would be <laughs> 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 I think she I like this episode a lot because she was so unlike and this is this is Kimra too though but she's so unlike everything else you get when you She she's just her real self you know but this episode dove a little deeper into that and she talked more about I think the transitions that she's made with her business and just allowing herself to be more so transparent is something that I think really resonated with a lot of people.
1: Mhm. Mhm. Absolutely. And so number two is getting your soul aligned with Lorraine and she's a doctor and uh, she's an award winning uh, doctor. She just does so much. And I love that she was on the show because we really do need to get aligned. And on a deeper mm-hmm. level, I read a post on Instagram that goes, yeah, Karen, you can uh do yoga and uh drink your tea and all that other stuff, but unless you like basically correct yourself, you're still gonna be unhappy. And it's true, it's just we need to on a deeper level get ourselves together.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. Karen.
1: I was <laughs> no, like, why did they do Karen? <laughs> so silly. But uh, I always think of the name Janice because my favorite movie is Goodfellas, and this is one part where a <laughs> character beats up the guy and go, Janice could do whatever she wants because that was his side woman and she was messing up at work. <laughs> He's beating up this poor guy. Janice could do whatever she wants. I would use Janice. I
0: think of Janice from Friends <laughs> when I hear
1: oh, the name my Janice. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> number three is how to lead life with clarity confidence and convention with dr Jay fisher i'm actually going to be meeting her uh so when this actually goes live it would already pass but uh i'll be meeting her in new york tomorrow uh because you know we're close and we just figured why not meet up so it was it oh, was really, fun yeah it's gonna be fun it was a really nice perspective that she brought to um helping us with those those three c's
0: those are important Clarity, confidence, and conviction.
1: Yeah, I I think conviction really brings it all together because if you have all that, but you don't do anything with it, then what's the point? Right. (laughs) Yeah. So number four is Confessions of Tia, finding your happiness. And I love doing the Confessions of Tia. I'm glad a confession made the top list because that's when I really get even more candid. I know that is very important. And a main reason why I wanted to talk about that is because – there are people who, some, some of them are even in their 20s. They feel like they're lacking in so many areas when they're really not. They just need to focus on having more experiences, just doing different things. And I remember when I turned 30, I felt perfectly fine. I just thought, oh, okay, because I was living my life. I was focused on doing that. And I wanted people to know that you can be happy without kids. You can be happy and single. You can be happy and traveling. You don't have to, I, I just wanted to get, the concept of what happiness is, what, what society tells people. I just want to erase that from their mind and I want them to create what they know to be happy for them based on, you know, having life experiences. Cause that's how you find out what really makes you happy when you have experiences. So that's mm-hmm. the purpose of that episode.
0: I think I, I wish there was a way to underline your, you know, it's like finding your Mm-hmm. happiness whatever I define for you doesn't mean it's going to make you happy you have to find your own happiness it's funny these these episodes seem to like go together right like if you listen to these top 10 together I think you have the perfect roadmap
1: yeah I, I know right and it's, it's funny how that happens <laughs> it really is <laughs> so no, number five is manifesting with the archangel. so I had three archangels um, archangel Michael, Raphael, and I think it was, was it Shamuel or Uriah? I don't remember. But I remember having uh, those, talk about those archangels. Cause one, I work with uh, the archangels. I'm an angel therapy practitioner. And I know that when I do work with a group, even if one archangel, but when I work with the archangels, uh, my energy gets elevated. I noticed that this is so crazy, but I do lose weight. Uh, my brother noticed that I was like one week I was hardcore focusing on angel work. My brother goes, did you lose weight? And like, I absolutely did nothing different, but I <laughs> work with the angel. Yeah. And that's because at, as the saying goes, something happens on, on a spiritual level is going to manifest in the physical, which is why we need to work on our mental, physical, spiritual selves. So what it is is that when we're out there in the world, we had to like bulk ourselves up to protect ourselves, you know, because if you're picking up people's emotions you could mistake that for your emotions or, you know, you see someone going through something. Sometimes we take that on because we want to help them, but we had to realize that, you know, there, we need boundaries. We can help people, but we also need to, to, like, have some some metrics set up where, like, I will help you to this point. You know, even if you've got to tell that person, that, but you need to mentally know that, you know, you also need to focus on yourself to just go out there in the world and just, like, completely open and things like that can be taxing on your health. And draining, mm. you know. So especially when people they, they may not realize it, they can feed off your energy. You know, they go over there and they want to dump all their emotional problems on you, and you're supposed to be like their emotional bank. You know, they only mm. make uh, deposits, no withdrawals, and you're just like, okay, I, I can't do this. So that was really to help people disconnect themselves, detach themselves from things and people that just really aren't healthy for them. For them to heal, and also to have these these good or maybe it was Jophiel, I have to look it up, But and they have positive it, thoughts to help them move on.
0: It was Uriel.
1: Uriel, okay,
0: yeah, Uriel. Yeah, yeah, Uriel. But it's funny, too, that you mentioned, you know, people being drained because they don't realize that when they're coming from that place and they're working on manifesting, it's not going to work.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's not going to work. They're coming from that empty place, and they're coming from that drained sense like they're not, they're only going to continue to manifest more of that that was important to note what you did with utilizing the three sources that they could tap into
1: yeah absolutely so number six is body intelligence and your body's unique language with cole whitley and that was so interesting <laughs> because, um sometimes you just don't pay attention to our body or even know how smart our our body is on so many levels i mean we have I don't know how many systems, seven systems in the body, body, the lymphatic system, the respiratory system. We have so many systems within our body that just work on their own for the most part, (laughs) you know? And the fact that we can tap into that intelligence and figure out, okay, is my heart okay? Or like what's going on? I thought that was Mm -hmm.
0: really. To me, what happens when you allow yourself to listen, right? Mm -hmm. To things like your body and what your body is telling you just tap into to what those senses are too. Yes, I really enjoyed how she laid out some of that information because it just brings to light so many things that you forget about. Just being so busy and being so maybe you're overthinking everything else in your life that you're just neglecting those little yeah. cues that your body's giving you.
1: It's true. It's true, especially if you're bumping into a lot of things. It could be that you're just um, not aligned with yourself. You're trying to mentally go mm-hmm. one way, your body's going that way. So, yeah, definitely listen to the episode. And again, we will list these out and we'll give you the episode number. So, don't worry. <laughs> you're like, what, what number
0: is that? <laughs> Like, which one was that? You said something about body? Lifting. Yeah, like body. What? Cool.
1: It's spelled with a K and a C. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So uh, number seven is vulnerability and self-love with Girl Taught Network founder, Sarah Pendrick. That was cool because uh, vulnerability is so key. People talk about self-love. That's, for the most part, pretty easy to talk about. Even if you don't want to get into too deep how you – Uh, embrace self-love like maybe you take a spiritual bath things like that but vulnerability is something that really takes work to Mm. to show you know because it's just it it just is you know there's always a need to protect oneself so when you're putting yourself out there you got to really frame it so that you know yeah i'm out here and i'm telling you this but also be conscious to protect yourself in the process
0: I think that was also one of the, like, trendy words of the year, too, is be vulnerable, be real, be this. But it's so scary to allow yourself to be vulnerable, especially when you're coming into a new space or you're starting to grow a business or you're putting yourself out there in a different way. When you're vulnerable, you're terrified. And to allow yourself to come from that place, you know, and give yourself permission to, you know, to feel what you're feeling in that moment, I think this was a really great conversation that you had with Sarah. This was one of my favorite
1: episodes, actually. Cool, yeah, and, and you're right, and especially when you see people be vulnerable on social media and sometimes they're too vulnerable, like they're doing it too much and, and you think like, oh, maybe I should do that to open myself up, but like you say, if you're new and you're trying to establish yourself, that's probably not the right time to be super vulnerable because people are learning about you. But, mm-hmm. you know, you got to, like, I like I to think you got to craft it in a way that shows you for who you are and not, because, like you said, it, it was the word of the year, right? One of those trendy words. Mm-hmm. And people may try to capitalize on it and, like, look at me, I'm vulnerable. Look at me. It's like, mm, are you? So right. it's, it's, it's a fine, Just because you're not
0: wearing makeup today doesn't mean you're being vulnerable. <laughs> yes. I mean, maybe for some people, maybe for some people it is, right? Like, I'm not saying that it's not. Maybe for some people that is something for them that is really Hard and makes them feel that way, but for some people, that they think that it's that simple. Oh, I'm being real today. I'm not wearing makeup. You know, it's, it's so many other things. Yeah. Some people it may be coming on a podcast. Some people it might be mm-hmm. writing that first blog post. For some people, it might be finally putting their website out there. You know, putting yourself out there in different ways and allowing yourself to be vulnerable. Maybe you listen to how to lead your life with clarity, confidence, conviction first, and then you go into being vulnerable.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There you go. You got a game plan. <laughs> so, number 8 is Confessions of Tia Halloween Edition. I am delighted that this made the top 10 because um so when I when I emerged from my two-year spiritual journey, so I went on this spirit what I learned to be a spiritual healing journey at the death of my grandparents, I learned a lot about ancient ways i mean i've went, I've been in Catholic school practically all my life i read the bible twice i read some of the quran and then read some of the kabbalah um i studied the lives of saints like i i really studied religion i used to know the nicene and the apostles creed by heart and anyone who knows those two okay no mm-hmm. that's not for the faint of heart it's a long
0: it's that's long, long.
1: That's <laughs> long. I, you have to stand up in the morning and recite that so it's long okay so um <laughs> and the mysteries of the rosary i didn't know all that so oh. when i dove into spirituality i was actually upset and annoyed and because women are such beautiful magical spiritual beings and when i learned that there was a smear campaign done to, to disgrace women because you know mainstream religion wanted to just convert everybody and when we learn when I learned even more about the like okay, there was the selling witch trial, but then it was also similar witch trials in Europe and it was just because men were just they didn't want women to be empowered and, and they knocked down old ancient ways. But yet yeah, they took some of those <laughs> ancient ways because they couldn't get rid of certain things and they made it holidays or saints' days, whatever the case. Mm-hmm that just mm-hmm. infuriated me because we had people here who knocked days like Halloween. Oh, we don't celebrate Halloween because the pagan day news uh-huh. fact, Jesus was not born on Christmas day. He was not born on December 25th. So
0: uh, I bet you got a Christmas tree in your house. <laughs>
1: yes. And, and the thing <laughs> is, I love celebrating Christmas. I, I love the Christmas tree. I even uh, read about like the origins of the of the tree and stuff like that. I actually like uh, the, the European ways of celebrating it. Like, I think it's, um, Oh, oh man, isn't it Switzerland? I forget where where they have like the shoe and stuff. Like I like how different cultures celebrate Christmas. So going mm. forward, when I have kids, I'm probably going to have like you know different cultures incorporated to my home to celebrate mm. Christmas. But it just when I just hear people say things like oh you know like just knocking the pagan way, it just means that they're just close to the earth. They just they just know Mother Nature, Mother Earth things like that. So. When I did that Halloween edition, I just wanted to give a little bit of a historical uh, uh, background, and I wanted people to do more of their own research. Like, don't don't take my word for it, and you know? I feel like LeVar Burton at the end. Don't take my word for it, but, <laughs> you know, so I want people to do their research. So it was more of a, a little rant, but also I wanted to celebrate uh, Samhain, also known as Halloween, and, and, yeah, it's just, you know, it, it was one of those things. So I'm glad that made the top ten because it showed that people want to uh, learn more about that holiday.
0: I think it also shows that people, right, like they want to learn more about the holiday, but they also wanted to hear what you had to say based on like your spiritual knowledge of it, you know, because a lot of people have their assumptions, oh, the Wiccans and all oh, the pagan holidays and all of this. But if you really learn more about what their foundations are, you'll understand that it's all so similar. It is all so similar when it comes to you know, your foundational beliefs.
1: Yeah, totally. And I'm not knocking and you know, it's religion does work for some people. And that's fine. Like I have no problem with like I said, I still, you know, connect with saints, you know, angels, Mother Mary, I'm all good with that. I just don't like when people bash other people for something that your religion is, ba- is somewhat right. based on like a little bit of this a little bit of that. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that,
0: religions that was, evolved just to make other people fit into a box I feel like you know certain things were just created to, to make certain things work for our people that didn't weren't allowed here or weren't allowed there you know there's a whole new religion created in England wasn't there for a king to be able to divorce his wife wasn't, mm-hmm. wasn't that one of the reasons <laughs> yeah so I mean yeah. it's all do the research do the research and and believe you know your own belief, but don't assume that everything is evil or bad
1: Right, yeah, absolutely. So number nine is money talk with money relationship expert Joyce Bloom. That was cool because I, I know even from a spiritual standpoint, some people who are spiritually based, they don't want to talk about money. They, don't, they just feel like, oh, you know, money, eh, you know. And that's not yeah. for all people, but it seems to be an important issue. So I'm glad that people were interested in at least a money talk.
0: And the relationship aspect of it, too. You know, like a lot of people don't want to explore their relationship with money or their money mindset, you know, or why they feel the way they feel towards either having to earn a certain amount or having to save a certain amount or how they feel secure in, in their money earning or in their savings understanding your relationship with money and your mindset with money. That was an eye opener for me too.
1: Yeah. Which is why um, I'm glad that I was able to talk, you know, about that. And, and this sheds some light on the situation overall. It was, mm-hmm. It's very, very important. And to wrap it up, number 10, the podcast turned seven. So yeah, th- <laughs> that was a nice milestone. And yeah, I just remember when I had took a break from podcasting for a little while, like there was a time I had like three episodes or something like that.
0: And, <laughs>
1: just messaging me hey and when you're gonna you know are you gonna start your podcast back up so I'm glad that I did and, and I'm glad that people were uh, interested in hearing that journey and and here's to another seven years
0: I think that's when we first connected right you were like I really want to bring my podcast back I really want to bring my podcast back people are looking for me people are checking in wondering if I'm okay I really want to bring it back and that was like one of your first big things that you really wanted to do on a consistent basis and look at that look how far you've come yeah. I think it's great that that's number 10
1: yeah yeah that was true that was one of the things that was bothering me because first it wasn't but then i was like yeah i did like to talk about topics and people were asking me about so maybe i should you know but Mm -hmm. yeah so i'm glad so that wraps up our top 10 episodes so yeah go ahead check it out and uh you know hey even go hit me up on my instagram and let me know which one was your favorite go to tia underscore johnson underscore so Shifting gears, we got rid of the top 10 blog posts, the top 10 episodes. So <laughs> uh, one of the things I have to say about the business growth, because the podcast was a big thing for me this year that I really wanted to, like you said, get back in the groove of that. Uh, so we, we switched from uh, Block Talk Radio to Libsyn. And with that, I was able to get an even better um, understanding of what was going on. And I noticed that our reach grew from 26 countries to 37 countries And I thought, whoa, wait a minute. So not only does this give me like an idea of where I could possibly go to speak next, you know, about these topics, it's it's insightful to see how many people are connecting with me throughout the world.
0: Worldwide. Look at you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I, I, I thought that was pretty cool.
0: That is pretty cool. To see that number, too, to see... The actual statistics, and just shout out to Libsyn because they're amazing. Like, they're great to work with. They are, from my standpoint, whew, they have made my life so much easier. But to be able to see those stats and to see exactly where you're connecting, it's, it's pretty cool to get to see. Because if you were in Ghana speaking to women now, like, you get a full view of all the possibilities that you have and who else you can connect and support.
1: Right, right, exactly. So, yeah, that that again, it, it definitely gives me a um an idea of where to go next. Plus, I love to travel, so it's a nice excuse. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> no, i I really I do want to go. Wanna go. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, yeah, Jess and I are here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, because the exchange rate isn't good.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. We gotta look back to that Iceland post, okay? Exchange rate and buying power. Look at that. Post. <laughs> <laughs> so next, uh the the growth uh I grew my email list to over to 2k so that was interesting it was a lot of hustle and and you know connections are everything so i, I would just say you know it, connect with who you connect with and and make sure that when you are um speaking with someone like if you're on their platform make sure that you that you're not trying to step on anyone's toes, but make sure that you make a connection with their audience so that way they will want to be on your list. Because remember, it's, it's just like a music artist. Look at your playlist. You don't listen to one artist all the time. You might have some rock and roll artists in there. You might have some rap artists. You may have some country, you know, a different range. So yeah, make sure that you connect with people so that way you can grow your email list. And of course, there's a bajillion ways to do that. There's no right way to do it. And it is very frustrating at times, but I was glad to have done that.
0: I think with some of the connections, too, consider, um, like you said, with your audience, consider what brought them to your list and Mm -hmm. how you can continue to connect with those people. Because maybe it was just one topic that really engaged them, and it was one topic that really was like, oh, I really want to learn more about that, but then the next series and maybe didn't resonate as, as much with them. So maybe pay more attention, and this is a tip for everyone, pay more attention to what brought them into the list and what was that tipping point for them so that maybe segment them or get them into an area where you're paying attention to that so you can continue to grow that niche of your list. And then you can see, you know, continue to have them engaged so that they don't then fall off because it might not be something next that they want to hear from you.
1: And shout out to ConvertKit because we started tagging people and not anything stalkerish before people are like, Oh my God, is tagging me. No, it's it's <laughs> just to understand what you like. So we know to bring more of that to you. And, and that's what I was learning too, because again, we so 2017, we go, we'll talk about this a little bit. 2017 was all about rebranding and we switched a, from a lot of platforms. And, and one of the mm-hmm. things we did was switch over to convert kit, which gave us even better information so that I could, you know, tweak certain things so yeah definitely uh like what just was saying i have to pay more attention to what brought them on my list so i can emphasize more on that
0: tagging is amazing it is (laughs) is. it's amazing
1: (laughs) so uh, another uh business growth was my connections via instagram so one thing that i didn't make like a a big like goal or growth was to make money off instagram off of instagram i know people do that but that wasn't uh one of my things this year and it's funny because someone asked me like are you making like like a lot of money off instagram and i'm like well you know i I didn't really think about it like that and i I don't really think so because i i wasn't tracking where like i wasn't tracking people from instagram um so the only tracking i see from instagram is when people come from instagram to go to my blog posts but far as like uh like a tracking from Instagram to website to uh um, customer, I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. uh what I was able to do is make some really authentic connections on Instagram and I would say you know, it's it's great to make money. Definitely do that if you can. But just like what Jess was saying with the whole, you know, like what brings people to you, to your email list, I think making the connections go much farther because people can buy from you one time and then like never come back. So it's good to uh, connect with people, you know, really leave good comments that is really from you, not like a typical thing, but really connect, follow up. So that's what I really love, That 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 growth, that connectivity, that network. I like that
0: you're really good at the authentic engagement though. Like you really spend time connecting and commenting and direct messaging and having real authentic conversations on that platform more than other people. Like it's, it's so easy to fall into that trap of, Hey, nice picture. Hey, nice post. Because you're trying to get through it. There's so many people you want to connect with. And there's so many people you want to make sure feel acknowledged, whether they made a comment on your post or whatever, but you do a really good job of making sure that your comments are (laughs) like you have fun doing it. So I think it shows in your comments.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, I do. I have a lot of fun doing it. Um, another thing is, uh, so I scaled back on ads and expanded and, and expanding my marketing in different ways. So uh, I wouldn't say it was a bad business investment, but early, like mid this year. So like May, June, July ish, I was spending a lot of money in particular uh, with Instagram, other businesses and to do like a promo on their page. And, Again, it goes back to what Justin was saying, like, what brought them on your list? So this is the time where, just was talking about this earlier, we veered off a little bit from what we, like, our overall goal was, and we were doing the master classes and things like that. And so uh, when I was doing the ads, the first go-around, I saw a very nice uh, ROI. People were signing on for the list. People were really engaged and stuff like that. And then, like, I would switch it up and do something else because I was, um, and I'll talk about this in a few moments with the blog, so... I would have a theme per month. I would go on to so the website called Brownie Locks and they'll tell you the like the, the holidays of each month, the theme, like everything. And so I'll like, okay, I will have a theme a month and I'll curate like the blog post, everything like that. But it was throwing people off. And I think that's where the disconnect was. So I decided to work on, and this is something else I want to touch on a little bit later, is to scale down to upscale. So um, I would say it's a, a nice chunk of change went to <laughs> advertisement that probably should have had a second before I did it.
0: I mean, I think it was a great learning experience, right? So it showed that while certain connections can lead to other things and work in different ways, it just might not be the best option for, for your specific audience, right? It may not just be what always works for you. Like you did see some major growth there, as far as list growth um, and other engagement and a lot of opt-in things. But again, it goes back to what what brought them to the list and that engagement and how to continue with that engagement. So it might not be something for the long-term unless you're looking to split your services up in so many different areas. But at the same time, and I think you'll talk more about this when you talk about some of your goals, but it just didn't align with that. So while, initially it was a great idea and it did show some ROI with people coming onto the list it's been one of those things like okay so how do we keep them engaged with this particular topic because this isn't where we're focused on for the rest of the year Mm -hmm. this was like one of those oh this is what's happening right now um, type things so in an effort to not lose them and to continue to cater to them because you always want to provide the service that they were first drawn to you know it's hard when you're just Yes, showcase my work, showcase my opt-in, showcase my freebie, and everyone signs in, and then you feel like you're letting people down if you're not continuing along that
1: line. So that's changing in 2019. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think you
0: already um, changed it, though.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, that, that is true. That's true. Uh, so a, a few things that worked. Um, so we got really consistent with the blog post topic, like I was saying earlier. Um, we went from having a monthly theme to our overall consistent, theme over months period of time Mm -hmm.
0: yeah consistency there you've always been great I've always said that about you you've been amazing one of the major hurdles for anyone who creates as much content as you do is remaining consistent but you have been fantastic when it comes to producing a weekly blog producing a weekly podcast producing a weekly newsletter and then producing other content you know you're still offering your services you're still offering different things to people but you haven't ever let up in the time. Like that was one of the things we committed to and you've done so well with that. So shout out. Yeah. <laughs>
1: oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can have a topic. I'll just, I'll just start like really. Working. I would, so yeah, yeah,
0: that's what I was going to say is that, but then you decided, once you decide you're good, you've decided that I'm going to have this overarching message that I'm going to send. And that's going to be my focus rather than focusing on these monthly themes. You decided you're going to have, this is my overarching message, and this is what I want to provide to people, and everything has to fall back to that. You did that, and I think you've seen a major change.
1: Yeah, I even want to give a shout out, because I know we talked about the countries with the the uh, blog post, but even like, so the top the 10 in this last country, I cannot pronounce, so forgive me, but... We have United States, India, Canada, United Kingdom, Australia, Costa Rica, France, Iceland, Sweden. So I mean, and that's just the, the top ten. I mean, there's plenty more there, but that's just amazing. You know, like when I became consistent, I noticed a jump in uh, people who are wanting to read the content. I'm like, oh, okay, this is I'm onto something here.
0: <laughs> hmm Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
1: So another thing, well, two more things that uh, worked were uh, the one-on-one coaching. So I was able to help people throughout the year with various uh, topics. So I thought that was really cool because um, I get nervous with things like that. I want to make sure. I, so I'm the person that want to get things right the first time. And even me saying mm-hmm. that, I sped up, I'm like, i want to get it right the first time. And <laughs> I want to make sure that I help them like 150%. And so it's more weight on my, like I put that extra Wait on me, like I want to make sure I am the best possible person to help them. Mm -hmm. So I need to just like relax, let it flow, and it worked. So, so I'm happy to have done that, and I would love to continue that in in the future. And it's been from healing to even helping people, you know, get their podcast set up. Just you know, really just buckling down and having a conversation with them. And I think that's what helps with the coaching is have a conversation not about me saying oh well i do this this and this and you should do this it's like no what would you like you know like asking you questions things like that right like out of the box prescriptions
0: don't work for everyone especially if they're looking for like business guidance or whatnot just every business is different
1: right and also i made my instagram like a mini blog and it it happens because i like to write a lot so i didn't do it because i'm like oh well let me just uh you know I don't know, out of some trend or whatever. Because I start, I'm starting mm-hmm. to see people say tree like a mini block. I was doing it because there was a lot of information that I wanted to give out, but I wanted to make it concise. So I was number like one, two, three, or I have like the the hand mm-hmm. finger point like you know, boom, boom, boom. And that actually boosts engagement. Like people love that. I never know what people love. Another thing with that was I used to post a lot of motivational quotes because I thought that's what people wanted. And I thought, like, why would people want a bajillion pictures of Tia? I thought that was really lame. But I noticed that when I was posting <laughs> pictures of me, people were liking it. I'm like, really? Like, you want you want more pictures? Of, like, you don't want, like, a landscape picture, a motivational quote? You want Tia?
0: No, they want a picture of you in <laughs> your friend T-shirt.
1: <laughs> yeah, right? Exactly. So I'm just like, okay. So that was that was a um, not even aha moment. That was like a, oh, really moment? Like. Okay, so so I started adding more pictures of me, but at first it was uncomfortable. Like, you, you really want to see a picture of me? As you
0: had to be vulnerable.
1: Yeah, so it was like, okay. Now, and it, it's been working, so if you see a lot of pictures of me, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> so something that didn't work, actually I actually have two things written down here. Oh, well, the one that I talked about, spending money on certain ads. So uh, I know before we started, you were just saying, like, you know, uh, figure out if who you're working with really is a good fit for you. So that's what mm-hmm. bad had to, to, to look at, you know, before I engage in, you know, handing over money in the future.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's hard because you want, you see results, right? Because everyone puts their best foot forward. Is that the right thing for this? But if everyone presents their best self, right? If they're selling something, obviously, So I suggest just following, like if it's an Instagram influencer or if it's someone, just follow them for a little while before you commit to them being the person to share your message. Because just see what their trends are. Just see what they're consistent in presenting and how they present or should say represent the businesses that they're sharing with people. Because at the end of the day, you know, I can say to you, I have a hundred million followers on Instagram. I'm going to share your message with them. It's only going to cost you a thousand dollars. But so what? how many of those are hot? How many of those are just your followers? Are those my people? Are those people that want to hear my message or need to hear my message? Will they resonate with me? Like, do they, do they like people with tattoos? Like, I don't know if they're going to care. So follow them for a little bit and really go on the journey with them before you decide, yep, they're for me, they have a hundred thousand followers and they're going to share my message. Right,
1: exactly. And speaking of messages, one thing that didn't launch exactly where I would have liked is the group course that we were promoting for. Um, was it January? The three months, and I yes. think because that was a little bit rushed, I, I will definitely admit that that was something that I should have took more time to research before I put out there. I thought I was putting out the right thing, and it wasn't. And so it'll be revamped and re-released, but. Again, it's something that I got to take time to think about and, and like bounce the idea off of you and, and see if that's something that we really want to relaunch or not. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's something mm-hmm. that will, like, you know, eh, not really. Because sometimes you do have to scrap. But like, I took this um, writer's workshop at Penn, and, and it sounds really uh, grotesque, but it's called Kill the Baby. And it's really, like, your baby chapter or something when you're mm. writing. That's how it was for me in my second book. I had wanted something in there about uh, Marilyn Monroe, and it didn't fit, but I like I really wanted her in there, and it just it didn't work, and I was like, you know what? You gotta kill, so it's not like your actual baby, people for listening, right. like, oh my god, it's just like you, your your pet project, your baby project. Mm-hmm. So sometimes mm-hmm. you just gotta just cut it and not revitalize it, like, just let it go to the right. yard, yeah.
0: I don't think, um, I think it's definitely worth revisiting, I think it just might have been a timing thing. Mm-hmm. I think that just might have been it.
1: Yeah, I mean, that that's totally true. I mean, I know some people say, oh, you know, it's, it's not time. It's not this." sometimes for some people it is timing. So I don't want someone listening to think, oh, you know, I don't know. Sometimes it is timing. Um, yeah. Let me say a major issue, and <laughs> this is something that unless you're hardcore passionate about this, it's not going to work. So when we were set up to launch the Spiritual Lifestyle Collective, it was a membership program. We had to get a security certificate for this website because people will be handing over their credit card information. That's sensitive information, which is why we need that SSL, that security certificate. And you know when a when website has security on it because you'll see the little lock in the corner, all right? that let you know that you can put your information in there and it's protected. Well, the launch of that website was delayed for, what, about three weeks because... Oh. Our lovely domain host, I'm not even going to say their name, but just picking them <laughs> the head, whatever. Uh, our lovely domain host was not that, um, how can I say this? Helpful? Helpful. 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 <laughs> so originally, I will say it was originally my fault because I had uh, a typo in the link. You had to send them the website link. But they didn't say anything. They, I got like an email that said, uh, I forget what the email was, but I followed up. i I think the
0: email the email said something like it'll be installed um (laughs) within 24 48 hours and then we're like waiting for it waiting for for it it, waiting waiting for
1: it i'm I'm nagging you (laughs) yeah and i feel like a lot of time went past so we had to it's not even easy logging in so we logged in we got on a chat and and I just, said, well, you know, what's going on? And he looked and he couldn't help me, so he sent me to somewhere else. And a guy said, "Oh well, this is what we have." I'm like, "Oh my gosh, that's a typo!" And it was just a simple s- switch of two letters. You would have thought you're that you're
0: forgetting. It, you're forgetting the whole lead forget. up. Where it, they had to verify your identity like seventeen oh, times yes, before they like,
1: even Oh talk my to God. Them. It it was it was such a mess. <laughs> I I don't even want to like relive the whole thing because I, I just feel like they're gonna be like, Oh my god, T, that's a hot mess. It was. It took us three like three weeks going it
0: was. My back, eyes twitching. back and
1: forth. Yeah, we <laughs> would ask them, When will the certificate be installed? Because I pay for it up front. Okay.
0: Like, oh,
1: oh, you're ahead of the line. What does that mean? Ahead of the line. <laughs> you know, so it was just it was a nightmare, it, and it, it, is, it was
0: so ridiculous. It is. It's so ridiculous because then at one point they had it installed wrong. There was a mismatch, and they're yeah. telling me that we never bought it. And I'm like, "But it's right here. It's right there. It's yes. a mismatch. I'm telling you what the problem is. I shouldn't be telling you what the problem is. Right. You're, fix it."
1: Right, everyone. Cya. Keep the confirmation number. Screenshot <laughs> emails.
0: Screenshot
1: everything. <laughs> so we had to prove them that we bought it. I forgot about that. And so it, it was just a mess. It, it, was, it was a crazy, crazy mess. And it's really upsetting when we actually did, did a, a, a full-on launch. We did email sequences. Yep. We did a lot of things promoting, you know, uh, Instagram. Setup. We did all this stuff telling people this day. it was launch go? It launched three <laughs> weeks later.
0: Oh, it, that Whew. was so painful. That was just so, so painful. And then, and then, when we got, remember that last, Saying that we finally I don't remember what made us even have to chat with them one more time but we were in there again and they do you remember that something happened where I think that the person we were chatting with went in and like sabotaged the
1: website yes they sabotaged my <laughs> main Website. So yeah, you know what? Yeah, you know, I'm still not going to call. I don't want to to me. But yeah, so they. And the thing is, so I have very little, little knowledge of coding. Like I know some HTML. <laughs> just corrected me. I know barely, but the thing is, if I was doing this by myself, I would literally have taken the time to YouTube and everything. Cause I used to have, cause I, I built my website at one point. So I spent multiple hours on YouTube figuring all that stuff out, but she was able to find it in no time The the issue. So what, what it took me probably a week, a few days or a week, she found out. So my main website, which was com, for the longest, no problem. And I know it wasn't a problem cause I have the, uh, the, the auto text set up where I type TW and it pops up was fine. But when we had all these issues and we were mic-checking uh, the last guy, he sabotaged us. And it was just a small sabotage, but the Www. wouldn't work. And I'm about to cry because, like, my main website is we, we have backups installed. So, but I'm just saying, yeah. you know, the main website was not there. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. So, now, HTTP. Yes. Yeah.
0: He, I think what happened was when we doubled, to, when I was telling him that there was a mismatch, and I said I used this to check the SSL certificate, he said, Don't use those websites because they like to install malware and viruses on your domain. And I said, No, that's not what I'm doing. I said, I'm just checking the SSL certificate. I said, I just need you to verify where that is. And I don't think he liked my response because after that, that's when the websites went down. And when I went in to inspect them, I saw that the file title, so like behind the scenes and your cPanel and all of that, he, someone had to go in and manually add extra characters so that your website can't read like the index files or yeah. some of those other things and i'm like well this just doesn't happen so i had to page by page by page find every single thing that was mismatched and fix it because the backup yeah. wasn't even working yeah, i've never just to, for the record we've never dealt with this before this is never yeah. <laughs> this yeah. has never been in this and
1: I, I was just so upset <laughs> because i was checking at night and i was really about to cry i'm like i can't like we just spent this is right this is the tell end of the three after the three weeks like but yeah like yeah still on that time I was about to cry I was I was just so upset like I wanna film my computer because it's just like it was so simple where it's like he just wanna cause a little bit of mischief but not really damage mm-hmm. the website but that right. was, that that's one more thing where it's back up everything. Like I said we had a backup we had all that stuff but it's it's so hurtful when you set up something, you tell people you're going to release on this date, you release it three weeks later, so you look somewhat unprofessional and not put together, and then your main website disappears, and it's just like
0: it's gone, what? just gone. But I'll I'll never forget that day. The yeah. website's
1: down. Yeah, what? I, I never forget it I, I had tech. <laughs> I said, "Oh my god, my website's not there." You're like, "What?" Yeah, being an entrepreneur takes dedication. It's for crazy people. I will admit that we are crazy, <laughs> and you That's know. Okay. It, you can only do this if you have a passion for it. So that was probably okay. the worst moment. That was the worst moment of, of this year for my business.
0: I think so, too. I think so, too. <laughs> cool.
1: so and cool. we're laughing. We're laughing, oh, yeah. but we weren't laughing. Then. No, yeah, we weren't laughing then. <laughs> it was not funny then. It not at all um <laughs> the goals that that we set um we talked a little bit about this earlier so 2017 was all about rebranding so you know we got the website up we we focused on like bringing the uh what you call the podcast but, like we did all that 2018 was i want to say it's about connections and like being consistent and other things like that but you said something before the the recording that really uh like jogged my memory
0: we were talking about how in 2018 we talked about Focus and staying focused and delivering one consistent message throughout the year. And we talked about just scaling it back because you are always inspired and you're always excited. You're all, we'll be plotting out one idea for something and then you're already on to the next because this one particular thing has inspired another thought. Or we listen to a podcast and we'll send each other notes from the podcast and then that'll inspire you to want to create something else, which is amazing. But We decided that we needed to slow down and instead of put that next thing into action right away, we just needed to write it down and cue it for later. We'll cue Mm -hmm. it for later and we'll come back to that. So we started off 2017 that way. And then I think towards mid 2017, we kind of fell off the rails a little bit because Mm -hmm. you were like, I'm going to do this. And I've already created this and this and this. And I was like, all right, I got to let her go. Like she's already invested (laughs) so much in this. But what I should have said to you was, okay, but we're going to put that in a queue. We're going to hold on to that for a little while. But said, we went with it and then realized, I think it was like the end of summer, realized that we need to bring it back because we were just going in so many different directions that we needed to go back to that original goal that we set of just staying focused and consistent with our messaging. And I think that's how it played out across the board where you see how the beginning of the year started off and then the middle of the year went and then you came back to like Center, your business center, and you're again with your consistent messaging and your consistent overarching theme, and always relating back to that, like you were mentioning with the blog
1: post. Exactly, which is leads me to the next point what we will improve upon. So, we are going to be having uh, an extra member come to our team. And this member is going to be like, yeah, Tia, no. Um, <laughs> 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 which I'm totally fine with because, you know, like I, I, like I showed you my notebook. It's just I have a million and one thoughts. It never ends. And it's okay for someone to be like, that's great, to you, but right now we need to get this out the door. Because what's, what's going to happen is I'm going to get all frustrated, like, oh, you know, I didn't work this way and that way. Like, yeah, because you're doing a bajillion things at one time. So, Right. <laughs> it's it's, it's banning on a team. Jessica does way too much stuff anyway. So we're bringing someone else on a team. So this is me like scaling down to scale up. We're going to go back to the I don't even want to say the drawing board because we know we got to do. We're going back to what works the most. We're evolving, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the thing is, like you said, I get so inspired. I want to do this. I want to do that. So we are going to niche down even more. So uh, just even like a a sneak peek. I'm just jumping ahead one one point here, but a sneak peek to 2019 (laughs) is we're going to be revamping. Um, the Spiritual Lifestyle Collective, and we're gonna have mm-hmm. like some launches throughout the year, but it's gonna be the same thing because we, we just can't keep bouncing around. So um, that's that's what we're gonna improve upon. I'm gonna have some intensive sessions, and even for the podcast, we're gonna have some call-ins. So I'm gonna take like two or three people, and I'm gonna coach them on 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 the show. That's what I was doing in the beginning. That's what worked, and and people really love that. So I'm gonna go back to those things. That sounds fun yeah i love talking with people as you can tell (laughs) and the the final point here is a personal highlight for the business this year i would have to say having those those real stats i mean Mm -hmm. we had the stats before but the stats now are so much more concise that Mm -hmm. i because for the longest time i was i was trying to convince myself that i wasn't a numbers person because the re. The, the repeating theme I see is don't worry about numbers. Don't worry about numbers. But the thing is, I'm a numbers person. I went to school for numbers. You know, like I started while well, I was an economics major, did not switch to finance because I love looking at financial statements and exchange rates. Like I used to just I was out just going to say, there's
0: there's exchange rates I know, again. <laughs>
1: yeah. I, used to, like, I, I, I loved it. Like so I'm not going to psych myself out anymore. I love looking at stats. I love looking at growth. I love numbers. So for me to have, like, we always had Google Analytics, but with, with the whole website issue we've been having, it got kicked out or whatever. So, but, like, when I see <laughs> stats, I, like, light up. I'm like, oh, just look at the stats for this month. And she's like, okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, it's funny. Yeah, you do get lit up by those numbers. You love looking at them. And I do, too. But I'm like, but that's my goal. So good. I'm glad. Okay, keep keep <laughs> it going. Keep going.
1: <laughs> so you know, yeah, don't don't deny your true self. Is what I'm saying here. So, what's a, a personal highlight for you this year?
0: I think real for your business or for me,
1: uh, or both. For, for, or, or
0: both. <laughs> I think a personal highlight for this year is funny enough that we just talked about how we started the year and how we ended the year because I knew in the middle of the year I should be telling her no I should be telling her no (laughs) but I felt like I had to let you grow in that moment and feel like okay this is what I really want to focus on at this moment and and bring to my people right and bring to my listeners and then through conversations because we talk a lot like we talk we text all the time we talk a lot like I think we've developed more than just that's why I say I'm your biz boo because we've grown and evolved our relationship but yeah. mm-hmm. I think to to see you like through those conversations to see you realize for yourself how you needed to come back and you were like you know what Jess you're right <laughs> you're right this is what I need to do and this is how I need to focus for the rest of the year that was a personal highlight for me because I felt like you and I were able to connect in that business way of, cause we've worked together for a while, but I think we just got to that point where I was like, this is what I think you need to do. And you were like, you know what? You're right. Like we've, we've reached that level of, I know your business so well, you know me and how I operate, where we can really trust each other. And we can really get to that point where I don't think this is going to work. And you hear what I'm saying and you don't feel criticized by what I'm saying. Does that make sense?
1: Right. Perfect sense. Perfect. So that, that was a highlight for me
0: just knowing that we got to that because I work with a lot of different clients and you by far are one of my favorites because we can have that kind of relationship. I feel like if you can't work with someone and be real with that person, whether it's about their business or about a funny meme, you just saw on Facebook, then it's, it's never going to be fun. And you're going to feel like you're just going to this corporate nine to five, whatever. And right. that's not why anybody started their business. So <laughs> yeah. that, was a, um, that was a major highlight for me is just to be like, you know what? I really enjoy the work I do with Tia because she's, She's chill. We can send each other pictures at 111 all the time. And hey, I saw a feather yesterday. Like we can just really have fun and really work on this together.
1: Yeah, that yeah, I have to say yeah, it has definitely been fun working with you. It, yeah, and and I'm always tagging her in dog videos. It's hilarious. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's because I have a crazy brat
0: dog. But oh well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I I like when people say things like hey, you know, I don't know if it's gonna work and stuff like that because sometimes we just don't know. We have these ideas and you know it's it's good to have that balance. No, no one really benefits from someone saying yes or not. Yeah, it's gonna work. Totally gonna work. Totally. So yeah, that, right. that I, I think that's um, that's key, and yeah, I mean, whew, take a deep breath here. We gave a lot of information now, a lot of behind the scenes. Any final words, Jess?
0: <laughs> uh, what have we been saying? 2019 is our year, and yeah. I may offend you. I may offend you. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> so when we were, so we had like a little little uh, like mastermind going on, and then we're gonna follow up in July or July. Whoa. In January, we're going to spend, like, a weekend just hashing out the year, at least the yeah. first six we're gonna months.
0: We're going to seclude ourselves somewhere. <laughs> yeah, we're going to
1: seclude ourselves somewhere. We're going to have, like, food delivery services, all that jazz. But we had, of like, <laughs> my my mastermind, and one of the things we talked about was how we want to – uh, direct the podcast and we are going to get even more realer on this podcast. I don't <laughs> even know like how much real I can get, but is the one of the things is uh like uh part of my spirituality I may offend you, something like that. <laughs> so yeah, we're taking it to a whole another level. Um, because I don't want people to think spirituality means that you can't defend yourself, that you're supposed to give people passes all the time and that if you show up as your true self, you have to be really worried. I don't want people to feel like that. That's not what we're here to do. I like to say, you know, you life is too long, not too short, life is too long to be playing a small save and worry about everyone's feelings all the dang time. So Mm -hmm. yeah, we we got something special coming up for you guys in twenty nineteen, all throughout twenty (laughs) nineteen. That's right. So I, I would just say my final word is to uh, buckle up or not your choice, your life, <laughs> you know, buckle <laughs> up for, for this, this Rocky roll. If you like a little excitement, you probably won't buckle up. Like, ah, Tia, get it. But really just focus on how, how you can have as many life experiences as possible. I know and it's going to sound a little bit more morbid, but I know on my deathbed I don't want to leave anything on the table. I, I want to, do all the things I want to do, have these experiences, you know, so that way, you know, whenever the time comes, you know, people will say she lived her life and nothing else. It'd probably be also she gave out some amazing memes, but it will be like, to your really your life? <laughs> so that's what I just want to leave you with. Live your life, be happy, don't worry about, you know, people who have, have uh, an issue with how you live in your life and you're not when you're not bothering anybody, like you're try, trying to live your life. So that's the best of 2018. Um, I will talk to you soon. We have one more episode coming up, and that is the Confessions of Tia is the very last episode of this year. So stay tuned for that. Okay, many blessings. Love you guys. And again, be kind to yourself.
0: Thank you for joining Spiritual Living and Empowerment with Tia Johnson. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in to the next show. Want to continue the conversation with Tia? Follow her on Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope at Tia underscore Johnson underscore. Have a wonderful day filled with many blessings.